Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just you forgot to enter. All right, three, two, one, bam. I'm a new person. So listen, before we start, somehow through the quarantine and through the pandemic, these young men have kept their haircuts clean and crispy. <laughs> we got the pre-cut, the pre-quarantine cut. So Nick, have you still been showing up to James's brother? Or you been trimming the beard yourself? No, so I don't go to James's brother. I got my own guy. I haven't converted to Nikki Testa yet. You haven't gone to him yet? That's no, what I'm saying, my guy's my guy's so literally ac- like quite literally across the street. Like I walk out my front door and walk across street into a barbershop. Dude, I would feel like you're in your crib so much you'd want to make the effort to go somewhere else. Well, now I am, but uh. Okay. I'm loyal. I'm a loyal customer. What am I gonna do? Business is booming for everyone in the e-commerce space. But yo, one thing I don't know if you guys have felt this, but have your other friends who like work traditional jobs right now? Are they like, dude, I can't? How am I gonna like stay in for the next four weeks and not go out? I'm like, bro, I've been doing this for like two years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no kidding. It's like I don't know. I feel like it's a big lifestyle switch for a lot of people because. People are constantly going out to like the bars, the restaurants, all that kind of stuff. So like the people who are constantly doing that, like on the weekends, like that's a big shift for them. How has your your guys' day to day changed in the past two weeks specifically? Uh, like business wise, it's just kind of same thing. Business as usual. I mean, still just running everything from the laptop, so nothing's changed there. Um, just like kind of like a social hit, just not being able to get out of the house, like gym lifestyle, social interactions, pretty limited. So kind of going like extra stir crazy, like just from working from home so much for like the last two years or, or whatnot. It's uh, it's like really a relief to like get out of the house and go do stuff. So now it's like really tough to just be here like all day long, every day. So that's definitely like the, the one big negative thing. I feel you. Before we move on, can you guys just give a quick synopsis of who you are and what you do? We got the Ecom Gods on the Zoom podcast. Booming, baby. Is this our golden hour? We this, is, this is the platinum hour. This would be a platinum. No way. Damn. All right, you want me to say I'm James Stens? This is my platinum hour? No, no, I want you to tell everyone who <laughs> listens into this and watches this who you are and what you do. All right. My name is James Testa. I own Walmart Nutrition. We're an e commerce brand that sells delicious high protein coffee that's also zero sugar. And we broke into the personal training space recently and um, we're doing online personal training for less than $10 a month. So get fit for the price of Netflix. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty legit. I've been helping them put together some of the personal training. So definitely check that out if you haven't. Um, what's up, everyone? My name is Nick. I run a keto brand right now. It's also an e-commerce business. We make keto snacks. So it's high fat, low sugar, low carb snacks. Uh, currently working on a few new products right now, so look out in the pipeline for a few new snacks coming in the next few months. Yeah, what was that, dude? I saw your story. Like the branding looked amazing. It looks so clean. Yeah, it looks clean. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, like a chocolate nut butter. So you think of like kind of like Nutella, the chocolate hazelnut spread, except Whoa, with like bro. yeah, with like almond butter. So it's like a healthy chocolate spread that you can use for like fruit you can put it on like ice cream low carb ice cream whatever you're eating like snack wise drizzle it on top but you can also just like rip it open and eat it kind of like a like justin's peanut butter justin's nut butter i don't know if you've seen those those packets why why the yeah i do the rx packets sometimes yeah exactly same type of thing 
how much how what's the price point so for keto it's going to be like 249 a packet so you can buy like a 10 count for just under 25 bucks dude i mean those nut butters are expensive like a little yeah. rx thing is it was like 19 bucks yeah well i mean it's all like high quality like nuts and butters and stuff i mean if you go buy like a jar of peanut butter or almond butter at the store you're paying what seven eight bucks just for like a regular size jar of almond butter so you gotta uh, if you get that trap house skippy baby <laughs> yeah but that's that's low quality stuff man we're using high quality ingredients yeah, here teddy peanut butter right out of everett what are you talking about man oh is teddy out of everett teddy yeah out of su- everett, support man. local business no way yeah teddy's out of everett they're a huge company don't get me wrong but they're right out of everett Bro, they are massive. Yeah, they're huge. Teddy, they they're known for, the, known for the mason jar because they have a little bit of oil on top. Yeah. Yeah, because it's natural peanut butter. Most times when you buy natural peanut butter, it has the oil. You got to mix it in. Yeah, it just like separates over time. So the oil goes off to the top. So Teddy is like, not only is it local, but it's 100% natural. It doesn't have like hydrogenated oils like Skippy and all that stuff. Yeah. Have, sure. you, have you guys ever tried to do some cross-branding with them? Might as well Teddy. swing it, right? Yeah. No. No, we haven't reached out. I think they do like co-packing in there too. I think I might have quickly looked into it when I was doing this product just because I was looking for manufacturers for like peanut butter and almond butter and stuff. And I think they do co-packing, but it's only like uh, private label. So basically you have to, you're just like making what they make and just putting like a new label on there or something like that, which isn't really what I was going for. But I think they do do stuff like that. Hey, James, in the bottom left corner, you, you see where the mic is like bouncing up and down? Click up, see where it says mute. Yep. Click up, and then it should say select a speaker. Select your headphone speaker instead of your MacBook speaker. Okay. Select this speaker. It says headphone. It's not headphone. You still can't hear. Not great. That's not good. Can you hear me? Can hear you. You're just not as robust as as Nick. All right, I just uh, I need to All right, I just uh, reconnected. Let me know. That's fine. We'll, we can yeah, still rock with that. Yeah, that's better. Right. Damn, your beard's getting long, baby boy. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, I'm just throwing it through. All right, that so, makes sense a bit. Dude, how long has he been nurturing his for? <laughs> he said that long, dude. Honestly, since he was probably like my age, he's always had crazy hair with like a crazy long beard. He, he was telling me how he, him and his boys used to, like, they'd leave Peabody High School and they'd all, they'd all car, they'd carpool to the barbershop. Yeah, he's crazy, man. <laughs> I guess, like, because he couldn't really get a fresh cut up there or whatever, so they found this one kid and they used to all go. He said they'd pack, like, 20 dudes in a van and they'd all drive to the barbershop. The barber's probably like, what the fuck is wrong yeah. with these kids? Yeah, and it's all fair clean cut. Hey, um, okay, so... Amazon is like one of the few businesses right now, again, and I'm the only real business news I'm getting is from Bloomberg, but they, they seem like they're the one business that's actually growing through the pandemic, which is wild. And like the Bezos can't lose, bro. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, um, so can you guys kind of talk to how the past three weeks and how they economy shifting has affected your business specifically i would think that things are either the same or a little bit better because more people are eager to buy online yeah i'd agree with that um so like when i first started i think three weeks ago or so i sent 
like a few emails to all my customers that week, just giving them a discount, just saying like, hey, like if you want to stock up on on any of the products, like they have a long shelf life, like we keep in the pantry long, stuff like that. Uh, so I sent a few emails that week and saw like a really significant sales boost. I had customers buying like multiple multiple boxes, multiple flavors, just to kind of like stock up. Uh, and ever since that, it's just kind of been like stable. So no like major dip or major increase, just kind of leveled off like back to normal sales velocity. Uh, so I think a lot of people just kind of took that as like, a, all right, like let me stock up now as, as much as I can with the discount. Um, so I saw like a big spike then. And then ever since then, it's just kind of been steady. So I think, um, you know, it's probably just going to be business as usual from now, but I'm also working on, you know, launching a few new products during this time. So um, uh, I'm actually like putting in more investment into, into new products and new SKUs. So I'm not really like scaling back or anything like that. I mean, James, you've been marketing like crazy still, which I fuck with heavy. Yeah, no, I'm glad you've been following that. I, like I had that conversation with Nick. I, uh, I couldn't have dropped the person training program at like a better time. Like I just dropped this and now I can just push, hey, like we're going to help you work out from home. Nobody's going to just like update, customize this for you as you go for this price. You know what I mean? And uh, I've just been really trying to push it because ads are so cheap right now. A lot of big companies and stuff like that pulled off Facebook because they're scared. Some small businesses can't sell anything right now. So Facebook's giving you a lot more room for the same price you would pay normally. And so did you guys initially feel when all this kind of went down, did you guys feel like, should I pull back maybe? Should I contract? Should I stay the same? I think initially, I think most people in business feel like, how can I plan for the next like four or five months? Because we don't even know what the world's going to look like. Yeah. I mean, I see all this stuff as like an opportunity to go balls for a wall. Everybody's kind of like you said, playing reserve, play back. The economy always fixes itself. Like the world's not going to end because of coronavirus, at least in my opinion. So I wouldn't slow down anything I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's kind of just like an opportunity, like James said. Um, a lot of businesses can't really sell stuff online or they have to like shift what they're doing, like operations-wise, and try and think of ways to you know sell their products or services on the internet. Um, but as far as like e-commerce goes, we're still you know, just kind of riding the same wave, like if anything, demand's going to increase with online sales just because people are like more nervous to go to the grocery store or maybe like inventory and shelves aren't as stocked as they were before because people are going and like really cleaning out the shelves. So I think if anything, like there's more demand moving towards online sales. Um, and like I mentioned, I'm actually like investing in a few new products right now. So I think um, I'm kind of just like doubling down on what I'm doing and not really trying to hold back, especially with um, like interest rates and stuff like that dropping like super low right now. You can get like small business loans and pull from like line of credit and whatnot for, for really almost free with, with interest rates being so low. So uh, it's like a good time to just kind of leverage any debt you can get your hands on to put it into your business. Um, whether it's like rolling out new products or like hiring new help or like James said, doing like a heavy advertising push since, uh, you know, ads are like way cheaper right now. So it's definitely a good time to just kind of put more capital into, into those areas. Ads specifically on Amazon or Facebook? Where are you guys putting most of your ad expenditure into? I've been advertising on Facebook. Yeah, I'm still like um like fifty fifty budget. Yeah, fifty percent to Amazon, and then I use like fifty percent of my budget to Facebook, Instagram ads. Amazon's I'm I'm sure Amazon ads are similarly priced right now, right? As they were beforehand. I, I doubt it's fluctuated very much, right? 
Yeah, I haven't noticed like any significant like increase in um, like cost per click or anything like that. I'm still running like same budget, getting kind of like the same results, same uh, a cost percentage on, on my sales. So nothing like super drastic there. And, and as James mentioned, like I feel like Facebook right now is dropped significantly for just like reach and and uh, like customer acquisition. I'm running some like sample pack uh, conversions right now. So I'm trying to sell like a four count of one of my products to, to uh, customers. And I'm actually acquiring a customer for like 80 cents the last like few weeks. So Whoa. yeah, it's like really cheap base, basically paying Facebook 80 cents to get me a customer, which is kind of yeah, that is insane. just really insane for like cost wise. So mm-hmm. just trying to put as much like capital into those kind of campaigns to acquire more customers right now. And how glad are you guys right now? Obviously, long term, you both want to operate big businesses, be that big CEO, that you know, that big money talk, Mark Cuban. But but how glad are you? Well, how glad are you right now? It's like, damn, I don't, I don't have anyone else hired full time, so I don't have yeah. to fire anybody or consider anybody else's salary. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's really good. Like that'd be just super tough right now. Um, Thankfully, I don't have like any full-time employees or anything like that. So I'm not going through any of like the struggles with payroll and, and things like that. I've, I've just been kind of running my business with contract labor this whole time. So, um, you know, that's kind of st- stayed the same, if not increased a little, like, as I said, with new products, I'm still, I still need graphic design work. I still need, um, you know, ads and stuff. So I'm still working with like uh, my digital marketing Contracting team. people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And digital all marketing. Like all manufacturers, they're still up in there. They consider essential businesses. Yeah, so exactly. Still, like food production, all that stuff. They're still cranking away. Yeah, thankfully, like our supply chains and stuff like that haven't been shut down. Like we can still get uh, raw materials for ingredients, raw materials for like packaging and stuff like that. So nothing's kind of like halted. If anything, there's just like a few delays here and there with with shipments. But um, so far, so good as far as like ingredient availability and, and packaging and all that kind of stuff. Have you guys um? How long have you guys been in quarantine for now? Like two weeks? I've just been living my life, man, being responsible. I wouldn't really say I locked myself in my room or anything. Um, what have I done? Took a ride up to New Hampshire, went for a little walk on a trail. You know, I've been uh, trying to stay active <laughs> still. Life is so boring, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been pretty much here for like, what, three weeks now? Two and a half, three weeks. The only thing I'm doing is just like going for like 30, 40 minute walks outside. Just to like get out of the house and get some exercise, get my legs moving. Now, yeah, James, what are you doing right now on your body weight workouts? Um, so the body weight workouts, I'm following the program that I gave to the training group. And that is, um, so the upper body workout that I'll be doing today is push-ups. You're doing five rounds total. You're doing all the exercises in a row, no more than 30 seconds rest between the exercises. And then a two-minute rest between sets. So we're doing push-ups, dips pike push-ups um for bicep curls i'm using the bands bicep curls with the bands but you can do a few other variations where you just dunk your foot on a towel and you do a hold for 30 seconds like you squeeze it up and just hold it um so that's another variation and then i'm finishing off with a uh, lap pulls and i'm using bands for the lap pulls but you could also do like pull-ups there's a million ways to do them same thing with you nick or are, are you still lifting or are you just trying to stay active uh, I mean, I'm just trying to stay active. I was doing like a everyday challenge where I was doing like a hundred, hundred bodyweight squats, hundred pushups, a hundred like curls, a hundred, uh, 
I was doing just like a, basically a hundred reps of like five or six exercises. Every I was day. doing the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did that for like 10 straight days with no, with no off days. Um, I was just like, so that. boring. Yeah. I just yeah. got boring. And then, um, I switched it up. So now I have like some push up bars. I have like 20, 30 pound dumbbells, some bands and stuff. So I'm just trying to like switch it up, do like burpees. Um, I actually have like a, a rower in my basement, which I might go grab mm-hmm. and set up. So it's like a full erg that I might start doing for like cardio. Well, like, like a Peloton bike type, like row machine. Yeah. It's a row machine. Exactly. But, um, yeah, no, I just trying to stay active, uh, get like at least like five, six, 7,000 steps every day. Just, you know, just trying to keep active, go for walks, stuff like that, get some air, but yeah, I'm not doing like any heavy lifting or anything inside. Yeah. I'm trying to do the opposite. Like I'm trying to like with the body weight stuff, I'm trying to just make sure like, I'm still making some progress or even maintaining at the very least. So you just got to make sure with the body weight exercises that you're going intense enough. So like I'll do like, say I'm doing like split squats or something, right? You want to make sure you're coming down for like five seconds, six seconds, really like going slow, tearing your muscle up and you want to do more reps too. So you're not doing like six to eight reps, you're doing 15 to 20 reps. You know what I mean? So you still like, if you do it that way and you like contract your muscles slower, you do slower reps at higher volume, um, you'll still feel that same burn, like you'll wake up sore, especially switching from weights too. Your body's not accustomed to it. Well, there's one, this was a conversation I had with Mike in Abolic Aliens too. I was like, bro, but how do you stay motivated? When you go heavy rep like that, it just gets so boring. So yeah. how have you been personally switching it up and how does that play into the the new training program too? Um, Give me a plug, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, personally, like I try to tell people like, look, you just got to man up about it. Like, it's hard to stay motivated. <laughs> you know, you just got to man up. Like you, do you want to get in shape or do you not? Do you, you know what I mean? And I get it. When you're around the house, I tell everybody, like, it's hard to, like, keep moving, keep that uh, intensity in your workouts and all that. But it's really just a matter of getting up. Like, even getting out of bed in the morning. If you get out of bed slow and don't wash your face and mope around the house, your whole day's going to go slow. You know what I mean? So, like, when it comes, it's the same thing with a workout. Wake up, do that first push-up, and you're going to feel 100 times better, and you're going to be able to, you know what I mean, do it. It's just a matter of style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And people have been getting creative with it too. I've been, I've been doing like just switching off like abs one day, upper body the next day, legs the next day, just every day to try and keep moving. And you're only doing 7,000 steps, Nick. That is like totally disrespectful to your body. What is wrong with you? Minimum 7,000. <laughs> bro, I'm putting up 23 racks on a daily. 23,000 yeah, steps. Yeah, how much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? A day? Let's flip a coin. Right on Easily. Twenty three thousand. Where are you steps? walking? Around your room? Yeah, what are you doing? A marathon every day? Yesterday. How much? Twenty thousand. Where are you going? Where are you walking? How much the day before? Damn. <laughs> hey, I want a screenshot of that. Hold up, Connor. Put that back up to the thing. No, no let, let me give it let me give it back to Tuesday. How much was that? Where'd you go with that? <laughs> Bro, I got problems, bud. All right. Twenty three thousand steps. You're on, that, you're on that. You're on that. bro. I got a Fitbit, twenty five k. I'm telling you, as soon as, as soon as you get a Fitbit, you're gonna be so obsessive over it because it's pretty much like it. It will tell you, it's like, yo, you're being a fat ass, bro. You yeah, got to start moving. I, I have one. I have. I use the uh, Apple Watch now for it. I know you got that Fitbit around your wrist. You're like, damn. And then you realize, oh shit, if I walk. If I do two like decent sized walks every day, like 40 minutes, take all my calls and whatever I'm doing on a 40 minute walk, I can burn an extra like 450 to 550 calories easy. And then it's like, oh shit, 
and I'm already kind of lean as it is, I can, I can go a little more ham in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I feel that. So what are you doing? Two, like, 45-minute walks every day? Today I took a seven-mile hike at seven in the morning. No, that'll way. explain it. <laughs> there, I'm You're currently – I want in on this. What are you liking? Bro. You're a sick t- Tomorrow, we can do it. We could go to Fresh Pond tomorrow if you want. That's an easy five-mile hike. Fresh Ca- Cambridge. Okay. And you, isn't there like an Esplanade Trail in East Boston? No, nah, we got, we got like a bike path. Yeah, that's just a bike it's path. It's like a bike path. I think it's uh, that's not from here to like down by the waterfront. It's like two and a half miles. So I've been doing that a couple times a week there and back. It's like five miles. But um, yeah, it's not hiking or anything. It's just like a flat yeah. bike path. Like I want that big bochy leg workout. Like that 23K steps a day by 8 a.m. I, I can't believe you're hitting 25K a day. That's insane. Bro, when it comes to like May, April, and we're really trying to get shredded, I kind of want to get up to like 32K a day. Yeah. It's just walking. It's like you walk up hills. Well, that's the thing. I feel like that's what's so annoying about all this happening when it did because I wanted to spend the rest of March pigging out, throwing on as much weight as I can, and it fucked everything up a little bit because now it's like, okay, it's time to shred, and I feel like I've already kind of like haven't – you know what I mean? I haven't been able to like – hit the weights as hard as I wanted to as far as size wise. But yeah, it's in the end of the day, like you said, like if you just stay lean, you're going to look good regardless. But no, and I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, but how about all these like Spartan warriors who used to have that ripped ass six pack? They didn't have, they didn't have a gym, bro. What were they doing, dog? They're like eating live goats, bro. <laughs> just doing carnivore diets. Yeah. It's so yeah. When, when are you guys going to start dipping into the carnivore diet scene? That's about to start popping. You think no, so? I yeah, because people are gonna be eating each other, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like that though. But no, I'm down. Let's get a hike in soon, man. Let's do it. I'm da- I'm down. I've been out and about, so I don't want to like kind of try to get close to infect anybody. But if you want to keep a, a nice six point five foot distance, uh, I swear to God, this weekend I'll schedule something crazy for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, count me in. That extra half foot distance. In. Let's, let's do, do like, it. Let's do like Sunday or something. I think we should hike Quincy Blue Hills. We should go all the way to the top. I've done Blue Hills. Let's let's sprint it. Yeah, I need <laughs> uh, that. That's whack. That's whack. I see people uh, doing it though. Uh, all right, here. Just in terms of value, let me shift back in. Yeah, you got an agenda. Let's go. Absolutely. Okay. So, have in terms of Amazon. Have you guys had any conversations with your distributors about how they might not be able to handle the influx of orders? Because that happened a lot, bro. I ordered something on Amazon like nine days ago, and it still has not come in. Yeah, it's not Prime. Mine's not Prime anymore. Yeah, mine's still. I think mine's still Prime, but it's not today. Uh, so yeah, oh, okay. they're essentially doing um, prioritizing anything that's like essential health and health food, grocery stuff like that. So any of those things probably have quicker shipping times right now and anything that's obviously non-essential is like pretty backed up. I actually tried to, I forgot what I tried to get. I think like compression socks or something uh, for soccer and like I couldn't get them to like middle of April, which is just kind of insane or end of April, which is pretty nuts for Amazon. Mm-hmm. So you just used to going on there and getting stuff in one, two days. But uh, yeah, they're prioritizing anything that's not, uh, or they are prioritizing anything that's kind of like essential or like necessary right now. And now peel that peel that back for people. Can you explain what Prime is and how it works in your business for those who don't know? Yeah, so Prime is like Amazon's um, customer reward program. You pay them X dollars per year. I think it's like seventy nine bucks a year, and you essentially get 
thousands and thousands of items that you can get shipped to your house or wherever within two days. Some of them even do one day. Um, and then it also unlocks other benefits with like audiobooks and stuff like that. But um, it's really good for an e-commerce business to be able to get your customer, your product within one to two days. Um, like it's really hard to compete with that on your own e-commerce store because Amazon's just insanely fast with their logistics and, and yeah. whatnot and their fulfillment network. So it's an um, easy way to convert people to like, just Amazon. So many people shop on Amazon. Like me and Nick talk about this all the time, what we think will work better. Like if we, cause you can run an ad to your website, people see your brand, see your product. People usually don't buy the first time anyways. You know what I mean? And then you can always retarget those people. Me and Nick always talk about, Hey, should we send them to the website? Should we send them to Amazon? Cause people already got their credit card info in on Amazon. So that's clicking ad. You're ready to go buy. You know what I mean? So like, that's what's crazy about Amazon. And prime also allows, sellers to rank higher in the search queue and so have you has your search rank dropped at all now that you're not prime um so i'm still i'm still prime it's um but no my my keywords are like the same i I track them like every day i would check out them uh, like multiple times a day and all my keywords like been consistent so um but yeah if like you're not a prime prime badge product right now you've probably seen like a decrease in sales and decrease in conversions for sure just because people are probably looking for um, products that they can get quickly. Can I ask you a question? Have there ever been moments when you guys are running the e-com store and you're like, damn, bro, I really got all this money coming in, but like, it's just kind of boring. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, That's why I got into the training stuff and all that. Like, yeah, you know what saying? I've been having mad fun with this. Like, that's what I like to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been, um, with like the new products recently, it's been like kind of a, a big push for like motivation and just like, adding some newness to it. So yeah, he's been pumped about getting, the new um, products. getting back to just like making products and going through the process, like recipe formulation, like designing new bags, designing like new, you know, pr- products and graphics and stuff like that stuff. I've been posting on, on my Instagram. So that like shakes things up just from the like mundane day to day stuff of, you know, advertising, checking out logistics, uh, like PPC, capital. looking at the numbers. Yeah, exactly boring <laughs> that ass yeah. so so you're have your um suppliers reached out to you and told you like hey we we're expecting too much volume we're gonna have to we can't supply as much for you guys or we're with you guys through this oh uh, so you're talking about like manufacturers or yeah i'm talking That's about the people who make your products yeah so my manufacturer has um it's been like business as usual he said he hit his customers have been reporting like a a slight increase in sales. So a lot of the clients that um, they make products for are seeing like a sales uptick right now, which is really good. But um, no, they still have like, they're working at like normal capacity. Like they're not seeing any like major backups or anything like that. They're not falling behind. And um, like they still have access to all like raw materials and ingredients. So um, I'm working on like one new product with my current manufacturer and things going like smoothly. We should be uh, set up for like a production on in the next two weeks. And then I'm actually working with a new manufacturer for another new product. And um, he said he's actually like lost quite a bit, quite a bit of business because a lot of his clients are like gyms and sports nutrition stores, which are obviously closed right now. So uh, he's not doing any production runs for those type of clients. So he actually could like slot me in like super quick. So I should hopefully have um, the product I'm working on with him within again, like, yeah, yeah, again, like the next like three or three or so weeks. So same shit with you, James. Yeah, it's basically the same thing, man. Like me and Nick, as far as like production goes, he just buys on powder. 
somewhat different. And now he's even getting into the powder a little bit. Like he's using my manufacturer for for the new uh, mix because that's going to be a powder. But has has Amazon reached out to you guys at all? Because people freak out right now about um, the virus possibly staying on cardboard or on packages. Have your manufacturers been like, hey, we're disinfecting your product differently or we're taking different measures? They they said they're taking like basically in the email I got, I'll let Nick tell you in a second too what he said. Um, they said that they're taking all the precautions they can. You know what I mean? They're doing everything they have to do and all that kind of stuff. They didn't get into all the specifics, but basically like, hey, we're doing what we're supposed to do here. Um, and on the bright side, they just came out with a study that said you can't pass it through food, the virus. Yeah, so it's been like pretty much the same. Um, the good thing with like the manufacturing I use is they're third-party audited anyways. So the FDA goes in there and audits them twice a year and make sure like they're using like the highest standard and all the, uh, the right qualifications for food production and safety. So mm-hmm. even without like a pandemic, um, like the manufacturers I try and use are like highest quality anyways. But um, yeah, they're just taking all the necessary safety precautions with that. And uh, Amazon, you can see like in the news, it uh, looks like one of, the, one of their warehouses in New York is kind of dealing with some issues. And I guess some of the workers are actually like going on strike there for that uh, distribution center. So uh, like uh, I'm, I'm getting a call from the producer. You might have to pick it up. Yeah, good. Slugs, what's up, boss? <laughs> hey, Slugs, yeah. listen. You're on the Zoom podcast with the Clean Cup boys, the Ecom gods. Hello. Honestly, I know Hello. we talked about this last night, but I might have already asked you a question. I forget. Oh, I forget. Hi. What What's your question again? I was going to ask about, um, like, with Amazon, like, they're having some workers pop up with the coronavirus, if that's affecting their business and if they've talked to distributors about disinfecting their product. We kind of touched on it, Slugs, but not entirely. Slugs, say what's up. Hey, what's up? What's up, Slugs? Um, so I was wondering, um, have you guys talked to your distributors about disinfecting packages and had a worker who, and a few actually, who have turned up with the coronavirus, people who work in their warehouses? So has that been a concern? Um, I mean, it's definitely a concern. So we don't we're actually hold up, hold up, like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm just gonna put you on the out of my headphone speaker so she can hear you. Right. We're really bootlegging it today, man. <laughs> podcast, man. Zoom podcast. I right, hear. Try now. Yeah. So I was just gonna say. Um. So we actually don't work with any like specific distributors. Pretty much all of our distribution is through the Amazon fulfillment network. So we're kind of um at mercy with like whatever they're doing with their policies and their procedures. I was just telling Connor that we did see out in, I believe, New York, that one of their fulfillment networks, um, like some of the workers are just doing like an all-out strike today and yesterday, I believe, just based on like Amazon not properly com- like uh, providing them with safety equipment and stuff like that. Um, the thing with Amazon is we don't have like total control over like our products in their warehouse and stuff like that. So we can't like physically be like, hey, go like extra sanitize, um, you know, this skew. So it's kind of, we're basically at the mercy of whatever Amazon is choosing to do for, for like safety during this time. Nice. How's that slugs? Good. Any other questions? Is, I have a question. Um, is business now better because people are doing home workouts or worse or the same? Because I feel like I can imagine it being any of the three. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I would say I would say it's been pretty much the same. I don't think we've been hurt by it by any means. And if anything, it's given given me an opportunity to be able to promote home workouts more in the new program we just started doing. Um, on top of the fact that we got into how ads are very cheap right now and stuff. So I think like anybody trying to sell anything fitness or health related online right now is at an advantage. DIY fitness, like anything, yeah. anything that requires a gym is taking a hit, man. Yeah. And I mean, you can see it from all of like the advertisements and uh, anyone you follow and like some of the influencers I work with that I've been talking to is like, they had to pretty much do like a full shift from whatever mm-hmm. stopping, whatever they were doing to just kind of, you know, adapting to, to the current time with, with no gyms and mm-hmm. people are like starting to put up home workout programs and home workout videos and stuff like that. So um, they're definitely having to do like a massive shift in their like business strategy. Slugs. Great work. I'm going I'm to call you in like an hour or so. I just got a text when we were on the zoom with the e-com gods that you're going to like. Okay. <laughs> All right, slugs. You're the you're the goat. All right, I'll see ya. All right, peace. Yeah, she's doing a great job. That's dope. nice. We're keeping the kids working, man. That's all you gotta do. Well, let me just get us linked Wait, back is up. That, is that the the girl that did the videos for me? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, she did a great job with those videos. It sucks because this happened right after that program dropped. So once this is all said and done, I'm gonna have everybody go back to that workout plan. Sweet. So, quick question. Have your goals changed at all for your businesses with this going on? Um, and how was that for a question? That's a good one, man. It's, yeah. it's deep thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you going to cry, James? <laughs> no, nah, it's a good question. Yeah, he's ready to push business down. So it's all over. Corona it's killed it. Corona's Corona. killing everybody. Yeah, well, cor- Corona's just making things confusing. Yeah. It's just like, you know, when you're in business, you like, you're mapping out the next year, year, the next 18 months. And you're like, all right, I got a plan. But then it's like, damn, I don't know how humans are going to act in the, eight, the next 18 months. I mean, I feel like this whole thing is kind of just like entrepreneurship and running a business in general. Like you're just solving problems. Issues just come up all the time. So this is just like one giant issue. Uh, basically, like, how are you going to sell your products now like what can you do differently to take advantage of it what can you do to like you know negate some of the you know bad things that are happening because of it Uh, i know for me like one pretty big issue that's happening now is amazon is actually restricting what kind of products you can send to them for fulfillment so they're only allowing like a very very select few products to actually be accepted into their warehouses and fulfilled right now so if you're selling something that's like non-essential they're not even going to accept it um, so I'm actually running into this issue with one of one of the new products I'm trying to make. That's all I I'm not, right? yeah, the yeah. nut butter. I'm the not, gonna, butter, I'm so. not going to be able to send that into Amazon fulfillment uh, right now. So that's like a big issue I'm working with. I'm trying to look at some third party fulfillment centers to actually accept that product and fulfill it. I'm actually like possibly considering it doing it myself. Um, I was going to say if the volume's low enough, because you do it yourself. Yeah, it's going to be like about a thousand units. Um, so. It's going to be <laughs> hit that roll printer, baby. Yeah, yeah, I got it already. It's like the most useful thing I've ever bought in my life. But, um, Dude, that printer is fire. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, 150 bucks. You never have to buy ink. It's incredible. Uh, shout out to Rolo for making that. But, um, Dead ass. That would be a fire sponsor for both of you. You got to say, hey, my business runs on Rolo. But yeah, I mean, so that's like the one huge issue right now for uh, 
um, for me that this is kind of, you know, throwing a wrench in my plan. But um, yeah, it's just like dealing with things that come up and figuring out a way to, to make it work. It's just like, I feel like all of business has been for me is solving issues. So this is just one big one to yeah, kind you know of overcome. It it's just constant bullshit anyway. So it's not like you always, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you're always dealing with some crazy stuff. So it's like, this is just another crazy thing to deal with. It doesn't really feel like, you know what I mean? Like granted, it's a little different in the sense of you don't have as much control of it, but I mean, you just got to figure it out. You got to adapt. I was talking, um, you should actually get him on the podcast. My friend, Sam, he owns Phoenix, uh, Mediterranean grill. They're inside the Boston sports clubs in Waltham. And He's been in business a while now. He used to have a brick-and-mortar restaurant that took a hit during the 08 economy, and he transitioned into catering and all that stuff. Like, he got a dope story. You should talk to him. But um, I was talking with him about all the same stuff yesterday. He's like, you just got to adapt. He's like, the same way I did in 08, like, you got to just adapt. Is, does he own the kitchen right there on the first floor? Yeah. Oh, so they, like, changed management over there or something. I used yeah. to go to that BSC when I was, like, wicked yeah. young. Yeah, no, he, he um, yeah, they changed. He, he got a lease in there and stuff. It used to be something else, I forget, but. Um, well, that place used to be called Health Point. Health Point, yeah, yeah, yep. And, yeah. and the Celtics used to practice there. Yep, he's actually, that's funny that you say that now. So he's launching, I just met up with him yesterday. I'm building him a new website. He's launching a whole new brand, and it's low-glycemic foods, and they even prepare them in a low-glycemic way, so they'll bake it instead of do whatever you know what I mean and uh or boil it instead of bake it whatever it is and it's called health point I think pretty sure health point so he probably took the old thing and is gonna do that with it but it's gonna be all little guy scenic foods it's still sweet yeah, it's gonna be up and running next week are you guys staying on your logo I see carbs no carbs man come on <laughs> I'm still eating whatever I want I don't care what you're not being strict about your diet right now? What's wrong with you? No, like I'm eating good, but I'm not not eating carbs. Like, yeah, I mean, I fuck with carbs heavy, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm still working out. You still you need them when you're walking thirty thousand steps a day. Come on, bro. I'm now that <laughs> I might go. I might just like I'm so bored tomorrow. I might just fuck around and try to go for fifty k. Actually, um, I follow this one YouTuber and he does like funny vlogs and crazy challenges. He did a hundred k steps in one day. Well, he ran a marathon, bro. That's what that means. Well, he, he walked it all, but um, yeah, it was insane. I think he ended up doing like 60 kilometers or something by the end. It was crazy. 100,000 Yeah. Dude's got way too much time on his hands, bro. Yeah. Holy shit. Got to make so, that content. Deadass. Hey, let me reel it back, though, one sec. James, so had you, you used to have the goal. You're like, hey, I want the store to make 100K a month. That's like my ultimate goal. Has that has that shifted at all? Like, are you thinking more long term now, more short term? No, nah, I mean, I still want to do that. Like in the short term, I want to hit like certain profitability and stuff like that. But long term, yeah, like me and Nick talk about it all the time. You hit 100k a month, like you got a solid business, especially with our businesses. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys, you guys ever think about opening up a brick and mortar and like splitting the space? That'd be fire. No. <laughs> yeah, we'd be shut down right now. No, I, I wouldn't like have a store, but if yeah. anything, I'd probably get like some warehouse or storage space. But that's about yeah, I was thinking kind of like a like maybe an office space we could share or something yeah, and just hang out and like have some weights in there and stuff, all. storage, just shoot the shit. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I'd ever like open up for like actually selling like products at that mm -hmm. location. Well, have you ever seen um the TB12 store on Boylston? 
Uh, I've never seen already. it, but I've like seen it yeah. on his Instagram and stuff. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like the one when I saw that, I was like, that would be fire to have that as retail. Yeah, but it's such a different game. Now you're getting into TV12, so he got all kinds of backers. It's a yeah, it's a huge organization. Right? Like you don't like there's a lot of brands. Uh, I don't know that open up retail locations after they're already a big brand. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Let's say like five years, you guys just want to like be that spot for nutrition in Boston. That'd be fire. Yeah, yeah. I guess keto is pretty specific, so maybe. Yeah. It's like hard to just have like a keto specific spot, um, like general nutrition, yeah, yeah probably general well. nutrition, or like TB twelve is like general fitness and like whatever he's doing, pliability mm-hmm. and stuff like that. James, we were kind of talking about this on the phone the other day. You were saying like you used to get harassed by old heads, or like you would just old heads would hit you up, being like, "Oh, there's no real point running the econ business because you know." Like you're losing all the the authenticity of business and meeting people, and then you're like, "Yo, bro, but it's brick and mortars are the ones taking a hit right now, and ecom's sailing." Can you kind of talk to that a little, talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, like you, like as young kids coming in the game right now, like you don't like a lot of the older guys and older businesses. They like it's almost like they don't even take serious what we do, kind of like you know what I mean. They think like, oh, like these Facebook ads, these kids and the social media, like you know what I mean. But, like, that's kind of the way of the world now. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like older businesses don't understand it. Not all of them. Some of them are, like, smart enough to understand, like, hey, even though I don't know how to do this, I need this. So they'd want someone like us to come in and help with this stuff. And they pay us a lot of money to do it. You know what I mean? Or you have the ones that just think, like, it's all stupid. Oh, the computer's dumb, this and that. And those are the ones taking a hit right now. All the people who can't be open-minded to all that stuff. Like a lot of older businesses are really stuck in their ways. And like you said, they're hurting right now because they didn't, they either had brick and mortar and didn't make the transition to having both online and brick and mortar. And now what the coronavirus hits and you, it's already been three weeks. You don't have any e-commerce skills. So you don't know how to build a website. You don't know how to, you know what I mean? You got to get this all up and running somehow. You can't even do it. Yeah, I totally agree. And, um, I wonder how it's going to shift business moving forward. Like, in our country, at least, do you think everyone's like, "Oh shit, everyone's got to get online now"? Do you, you think like in a six-month period, Amazon's going to be totally jammed up? A lot of people are going to be considering it. That's for sure. Yeah. I think so. This isn't going away till June, I don't think. Yeah, I think um, a lot of businesses are like I've seen people like even consultants trying to get new clients online. They're trying to essentially go into businesses that are brick and mortar and see how they can spin their products or services into like an online type of thing. Um, so whatever it is like if you sell uh, I don't know, if you sell something like can you package that in a way and sell it online or do you have like a certain service that you're doing in person that you can move to like an online type of platform so that's like something i'm kind of seeing with like consultants trying to go in and like adapt um the business to these times but yeah i mean if you run brick and mortar right now um just from like a financial perspective you have tons of extra costs that e-commerce brands don't I mean, for us to survive, we don't need like tons and tons of cash for every month. I mean, you have software expenses. So you're yeah. paying for like your website and like applications and stuff, um, some advertising spend, which you can dial back. So it's not even really a fixed cost. But, but if then you, you got that a- LLC, you got that LLC and I'm sure you're getting the tax credit on your rent because 
do you register as, as your office is your home? Yeah, yeah, you get like a bunch of tax deductions, which are still good. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're doing brick and mortar, you got to pay. You got to pay for rent. You got to pay for like equipment and stuff. You're paying probably payroll for somebody to come open up the place and you know manage the place, uh, stuff like that. Ut- utilities, overhead. yeah, just tons of overhead that as an e-commerce brand we don't have. It's like I said, you pretty much just need some software and uh, whatever your, your advertising budget is for for costs. So. Um, that's definitely a big up for an e-commerce brand over over brick and mortar. And then looking at the demand, obviously, uh, people aren't people just aren't leaving their house right now. So you know anything that's brick and mortar, if you're even open right now, um, you're probably still taking hit just from people moving towards online. They don't want to leave their house. Just convenient to you know push a few buttons and whatever you bought shows up a couple of days later. So, um, so the, the yeah. one thing I'm learning right now too, though, is like people with real brand identity can thrive in times like this. You know, if you have like real brand identity, cause consumers aren't thinking about trying out something new. It's right. the, it's the brands that are popping that are like, okay, we're going to be good. You know, Coke's not worried, bro. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Like they're never going to be touched. Like period. Like, yeah, that's why brand's so important. That's why like, I don't know, Gary V, you see him preach all the time, brand, brand, brand. Like if you're a small business, you need to attach a brand to it. You know what I mean? People need to know who you are and all that stuff. And like, he's right. Even as a small business, that that has a huge effect. Absolutely, dude. Well, hey guys, I had a blast. Did you guys have fun? Yeah, man, absolutely. Always, always. So maybe we'll check in in like three weeks and you guys will be like multimillionaires. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Say <laughs> fire. Yo, no, I'm I'm dead ass gonna organize a hike for us though. Yeah, I'm I'll do it. I'm serious. I'll do it. Hey, we, let's do it. <laughs> it's, I, I better see a 50k challenge. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta vlog it. You gotta too. bring a boombox with you though. I want like I want the teams going the whole hike. So today on my power list, and one shout out to the power list, bro. That <laughs> shit is coming in huge in the yeah. pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> the discipline is essential right now. I woke up today. It was like, should I swan dive off the balcony or should I just go for the walk, bro? Go for the walk. Um, but I kind of forget what I was saying. My ADHD is off the rocker. All right. Listen, this is how we start and end the episode. You guys remember? Uh, something about golden hour, right? Platinum hour. Platinum hour. Jip Platinum. Platinum. Hey, we're the Ecom Gods. I'm James and Nick. Is our platinum hour? No, so it's this is, and then it's that was, and we are still busting the podcast through the quarantine, baby. Let's go. All right. I'll let the hype man do it up. All right. <laughs> What's going on, guys? James here, and I'm Nick. We're the Ecom Gods, and this is our platinum hour. Yes, sir. Oh, we gotta run it now. We gotta do right. that yeah. was that was. Ready? What's going on, guys? James here, and I'm Nick. With the econ gods, and this that is our plat. That was all right. Ready? Ah! Was. That was. That was ready. All right. What's going on, guys? James here. I'm Nick. <laughs> With the econ gods, and this and that was that our platinum moment. No, we got. Come on, guys. What's going on, guys? James here and Nick. With the econ gods, and that, that was, was our platinum moment. And listen. <laughs> To keeping the cuts clean through the quarantine, quarantine clean, baby boy.